Welcome to the True Fist Podcast. Welcome, yes. welcome. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. For you guys, it's Christmas. Just to be clear, we did not come into the office no. on Christmas Day. This no. is just This is not Christmas. Christmas. I don't know. It's not. Oh, but shoot. it's nice because it's like we're getting to pretend it's Christmas already. All right. We're just extending our Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, does, do any of you guys do anything specific? I know a lot of people have really specific family traditions. Yep. Um, I open up stockings with my family on Christmas Eve. And each year my mom puts an ornament in there that has something to do with a big event or something specific that happened that year. So... Like when Matt and I got married, it was an ornament with a little, two little characters that were in a little wedding car. So, <laughs> so cute. Yes, that's hard to do. To, so she didn't make them; she looked for them. Oh, she finds that, the best ones. Wow, yes. that takes the skill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mom actually does the same thing, but we we don't open anything on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve we do service and then dinner and then we go look at christmas lights which is always a debate because we're tired by that point it's (laughs) funny we're like we need to go but i'm so tired um and then we don't open anything and then christmas morning you come downstairs and so you build the suspense everything has just exploded there's like almost no presents under the tree when you go to bed and then the stockings are full and they're so full that they're down on the ground because they can't hang anymore santa comes exactly santa comes and then the only night that my mom leaves the Christmas tree lit up all night. So you come down in the morning and there's just presents everywhere. It's amazing. And then we have coffee cake and an egg bake that my mom only makes on Christmas. Um, like two years ago or something, she tried to make something else. And my sister was like, no, you have to make the egg. Bake. It was really funny. She's she's quite devoted to tradition. Tradition. So, keep them. Yeah. Yeah, we always have these orange rolls they're like not fancy at all they're just pillsbury but they've got this like orange icing always 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 if we didn't have them christmas might just not happen i mean for everyone i don't know but uh that's a big thing um different traditions over the years i I guess the tradition part of it is not so specific as that orange rolls are there (laughs) priorities that's what makes it christmas day did you do just the icing or you do Yeah, just into the mouth. Yeah. 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 You don't you don't uh, eat yeah. the bread. That's you just... how you do that. <laughs> yeah. Directly into mouth. <laughs> Gosh, mine's silly kind of, but Christmas Eve, my family and our close family friends for years, we look at Mexican food. Um, which sounds yeah, so silly, Arizona. but <laughs> why yeah. not? Yeah, exactly. Southwestern um, Christmas. My brother's birthday is actually on Christmas, so it's usually like a Christmas slash birthday type celebration. Go see Christmas lights and Christmas morning, also the cinnamon roll tradition. Just yes. what you do. Mm-hmm. It's not again. It's not Christmas without it. Yeah, you it's gotta true. have those sweets. And Sam, you grew up in South Africa, yeah. so it was different. <laughs> yeah, my Christmas traditions were, you know, beach holidays, nice, and whatnot. Um, but I have a a three year old this year, and so this may be the first Christmas he remembers. So the pressure is on to create those magical mm. Christmas mm-hmm. traditions. So <laughs> I'm taking, I'm writing all these down. Cinnamon rolls. Just remember, Orange. if you go egg bake this year, it's egg bake forever. Yeah, you're really <laughs> committing true. otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> well, we wanted to read um, our Christmas devotional for you guys. So that's if you guys have your devotional, you can look at twelve twenty five. That's the date for Christmas. In case oh. you didn't know, mm. it's titled "When New Stayed New." Christmas Day. For many of us as kids, it was the day each year when the world became new. We unwrapped toys while we ate more cinnamon rolls and bacon than our little bodies should rightly hold. 
Magic. Magic with a stomachache, perhaps, but magic. Christmas Day exposed what we longed for but couldn't articulate. We wanted to be new, and not for a day or month. We wanted joy, hope, and goodness, and to celebrate it with a cinnamon roll. We wanted a new that wouldn't end. But that is the very thing we were celebrating. Such a day had already come. At the resurrection, the day Jesus rose from the grave, life did become new. New life, new power, limitless love. Freedom from sin, freedom from lies and hiding. The moment we put our faith in Jesus, we knew this was what we'd been waiting for all along. Jesus made new stay new. The merriest of Christmases to you from the True Face team. Revelation 21, 5 through 7. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. To the one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Such a cool verse. Yeah. I love that. When Jesus made new stay new, I think about how we do, like it says in this devotional, we do long so much for that. We long for things to stay, to stay the same and to stay new. And we don't experience that anywhere on earth. Everything in our earth breaks down. Eventually it changes, it moves on, it grows or whatever. Nothing stays new all the time. And so I mean, trying to imagine heaven where, where things stay new mm-hmm. is so hard because it's not what we ever experience. And then especially trying to remember that Jesus made new stay new, that I stay new all the time. It's so hard to remember that or, or just carry it with me because nothing else we experience on earth is like that. Yeah. I think that we experience all the time, this breaking down, you know, this, Second law, right, of thermodynamics. Entropy. Whoa, now. That's that's a word. Here we go. Entropy. I just love this word. This just means everything is, is heat is going to cool and things that are new are going to get old. Except with Jesus, things are not going to get old. Uh, And like this verse says, he's making all things new. And one of the new things that he did was so unexpected was Christmas he came. And newsflash, you know, he wasn't born on December 25. And not to spoil anything, but just to be a little bit, <laughs> that, that you know, that's that's a wonderful tradition. But he was born, and that's the big thing, <laughs> that he was it. born. And he did a new thing there. And as I was saying earlier, I always think about these three days, Christmas, Good Friday, and Resurrection Easter. Easter is not really surprising even though we're surprised, not surprising to him because he's king of life. He says, I am life. So he would come back if he ever died. That's the most surprising. So of the three, Good Friday to me is the most surprising, but none of this happens unless another surprise happens and he comes and be, you know, in flesh becomes like us on Christmas. It's amazing. I love to think about the fact that nobody not even his disciples. Nobody saw this coming. Even the prophets who wrote about it, they didn't know what they were writing, that God was going to become like a baby. Amazing. 
Um, yeah, not everything stays new. As a kid, my Christmases were, were magical. Um, I got to go up to my grandparents' house in the woods. Like it was, it was really kind of fairy tale. And then when my dad died when I was 12, everything changed. Hmm. We no longer did any of that and nothing was the same and it was no longer magical and we no longer, nothing, nothing was the same. And I remember not realizing any of that until much later. And then you try to remake the magic when you have a family and you have to ask yourself a question. It's like, what is the magic? Is the magic the cinnamon rolls? Is the magic the environment? Well, in some ways it is. The magic is the acceptance. The magic is the, the joy. The magic is if you have that sense of someone caring for you. And when I was around 18, I think is the first time I realized that Jesus wanted to give that to me every day. And that when he was born on Christmas, that he came to do that. And while I struggle on the daily with believing that, he doesn't. And uh, so every day... He has made me new, regardless of how I believe or regardless of what I have done. And so the gift that I am always welcome in his presence, and I never have to question it, even if I do, well, that is a new that stays new. And that is a new that's worth celebrating. And so do it how you want, with cinnamon rolls or egg bakes or <laughs> whatever it may be. But the magic is there. Yeah. And I think if you know, a lot of people don't have magical Christmases and we know a lot of you are probably listening that have had hard Christmases or maybe you've lost someone around Christmas or this is the first year that you're having Christmas after losing someone like David was describing. Um, and so that's, we just want to acknowledge that, that this can be a really hard time of year, but also for those moments during Christmas where it feels so magical and it feels so, um, fairy tale like, or it feels so joyful, ask yourself why is it because you got that gift that you were excited about or is it because someone saw what would delight you and then went out of their way to get it is it because you got new pajamas or is it because your family is matching in <laughs> flannel pajamas and it's because you're together because i think those things we can recreate outside of christmas those those underlying reasons for our great joy and being able to feel and experience the way that god enjoys us, we can recreate those things, even if we can't have Christmas all year round, but those parts we can. For sure. It reminds me of Jesus saying it's really more joyful to give than it is to receive. And yet sometimes I think that um, our Christmas can be a kind of a condensed metaphor of a whole year. <laughs> it's like we're chasing after stuff that we hope would stay new. It doesn't stay new no matter how much, uh, the, the leather of a new car smells so good. It doesn't stay new. Nothing stays new. And if we can remember this Christmas that Jesus is giving us a promise that it will be more joyful in your soul to give than it is to receive. I think that helps change pieces of our year. Well, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Yes. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You know, yeah. Natalie, if you're going to whisper sing the Hawaiian Christmas song, you should probably just sing it. Never mind. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
See you guys next week on the True Face Podcast.